Good morning, everyone. This is your Pop Alarm for Thursday, July 1st, presented by Betches Media. I'm Dylan Hafer. It was a mixed bag for celebrity legal updates on Wednesday. Former Smallville star Allison Mack was sentenced to three years in prison for her role in the Nexium cult. And in addition, she was hit with a $20,000 fine and will be required to complete more than 1,000 hours of community service. As I covered earlier this week, Allison was aiming for zero prison time, writing an impassioned plea to the judge. Clearly, it did not pay off for her, but she doesn't have to start serving her sentence until September, so she should be able to get in a few more midnight volleyball games before then. In less justice news, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court voted to overturn Bill Cosby's 2018 sexual assault conviction, and he was released from prison almost immediately after the decision was handed down. He was previously sentenced to a lengthy prison stay for assaulting a woman in 2004 and had tried to appeal his sentence many times before. Notably, the court's decision has nothing to do with Cosby's guilt or innocence, but rather hinges on a technical issue with the way prosecutors pursued the case after previously declining to file charges. While this decision means that Cosby cannot be tried again for the same incident, the fact remains that there are more than 60 other women who have accused Cosby of assaulting them in a nearly identical way. Let's not let Bill Cosby's sweaters be a thing again because he does not deserve it. Believe it or not, Kesha and Dr. Luke are still battling it out in court. And this week, there was a major development in a case that's been marinating since 2014. To summarize as quickly as possible, Dr. Luke is suing Kesha for defamation, saying she spread false claims that he drugged and raped her, and that she told Lady Gaga that he also raped Katy Perry, an incident Katy says never happened. The suit is finally scheduled to go to trial in October, and in a pre-trial hearing this week, the judge ruled that Kesha is allowed to invoke a new free speech law that would force Dr. Luke to pay Kesha's legal fees if she ultimately wins the case. Luke's legal team argued against the use of this law because it didn't exist when the case began, but Kesha's attorney countered that cases like this were the exact reason the law was passed. It's intended to prevent rich people from using legal pressure to keep victims of assault from speaking out. Of course, Kesha will still have to win the lawsuit for any of this to come into play, but it seems like a sign that the court is taking her side of the story seriously. At this point, it's been eight years, so I'm sure they both just want this to be over. Just think about it. We've had three different presidents since Dr. Luke sued Kesha. So let's get this show on the road. The cavalcade of Britney Spears adjacent statements continued on Wednesday with the attorney of her co-conservator Jody Montgomery releasing a statement to Us Weekly. She called Jody a, quote, tireless advocate for Britney and her well-being and clarified that Montgomery's primary goal since joining the conservatorship team in 2019 has been, quote, to assist and encourage Britney in her path to no longer needing a conservatorship of the person. While Britney doesn't seem thrilled with any part of the conservatorship arrangement, it's important to distinguish that Jody Montgomery isn't involved in the financial side of the conservatorship, but she would be involved, say, in allowing Britney to get her IUD removed. Montgomery's attorney pushed back on Britney's claims about her personal life, saying, quote, Britney's choice to marry and start a family have never been impacted by the conservatorship while Ms. Montgomery has been conservator of the person. This may technically be true, but based on what Britney said in court, it's clear that things aren't working the way they are. And honestly, I don't trust any of these people as far as I can throw them. 
It's not my business what happens with Britney Spears' IUD, but perhaps Jody Montgomery should speak to her client before making any more statements to Us Weekly. Also, last night, news broke that the judge in Britney Spears' conservatorship case denied a petition to have Jamie Spears removed as the conservator of her estate. This decision stems from a motion that Britney's attorney filed last fall, but was signed by the judge after Britney's shocking testimony last week. Basically, everything sucks and nothing is okay. And after 13 years and hundreds of episodes, TLC officially severed ties with the Duggar family this week, canceling Counting On in the wake of eldest son Josh Duggar facing child pornography charges. The network said in a statement that they feel, quote, it is important to give the Duggar family the opportunity to address their situation privately, which is corporate speak for, we're not touching this with a fucking 10-foot pole. Interestingly enough, this is the second time this has happened. Back in 2015, TLC canceled the family's original show, 19 Kids and Counting, amid allegations that Josh Duggar molested several young girls, including four of his younger sisters. Josh's trial was originally set to begin next week, but was pushed to November on Tuesday, but the reality TV cameras won't be along for the ride. Honestly, I never knew a single person who watched Counting On, so these losers should probably feel grateful they lasted this long. For more Pop Alarm, be sure to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. And you can follow me on Instagram at Dylan Hafer for more entertainment stories. Until tomorrow, I'm Dylan Hafer, and now you're pop cultured. Betches.